This is the Wrestling Brethren Podcast, a discussion to the crazy world of professional wrestling. I'm Norco Kipke, and this episode we are talking the second episode of The Wrestlers, a series on the Viceland Network. The first episode, if you remember, I reviewed last week, focuses on the Evolve promotion, more specifically the wrestlers Darby Allen, Austin Theory, and Fred Yehi, with a little Ethan Page sprinkled in there. This week, the episode focuses on the wrestler you may have known as Montel Vontarius Porter, aka MVP. The first half of it was spent talking about his past from as a teenager, as a kid, who was a delinquent. Bottom line, he had a, a checkered pass. He was arrested, sent to jail, was sentenced to like 18 years, but it ended up serving only like nine and a half. Got out due to good behavior, and his parole officer was the one who basically encouraged him to get into pro wrestling because he felt he had that it factor. And of course, you know, from there shows his training at various schools and his rise to the WWF E. And eventually leaving the WWF due to due to him basically being barned out. He felt it was more of a job than something he loved. And he left the left the WWF due to that and went back to the independent scene. Something I didn't know that he was actually Antonio Banks in the Florida scene. I've heard that name for years, but I didn't know that was actually MVP. So I'm sure he spent some time here in Georgia in the Deep South promotion or whatever it was before going up to the WWF. It was before. Uh, I know he spent some time there, so it's like, wow, okay, I didn't know that was him. But this time he, you know, got, got into the WWF. He spent some time there, had a very pretty successful run that most guys don't get to have, and basically quit because he was burned out. Got back to the independent scene, found his love. The see, uh, there's a scene where he. Goes to Booker T School in Houston and does a little guest training there. And basically, it's the same thing. It's just he, he's inspired by Booker T because Booker T retired in 2016 and he walked away instead of what they say, limping away. And that's what MVP wants to do. He knows he's like 46 now, he knows his time is coming. Last week, the promotions that was pretty much focused on was Evolve. This week, the promotion that was focused on was MLW, Major League Wrestling. Also focused on a wrestler by the name of Shane Strickland, who is a rising talent. Actually, you know, a big star on the independent scene. Highlighting a match between him and Ricochet, obviously before Ricochet went to the WWF. Also focused on Sammy Callahan, much like MVP left the WWF because he didn't like what was going on. He was kind of burned out and wanted more control over his... He wanted more creative control, so he left. And I do remember that him leaving, it was very amicable. So it was just he asked for his release. They gave it to him. He wasn't too, too big of a star in NXT yet to have a big, big effect, but he was starting to rise, but didn't like where he was going, so he left. And then another part of the episode, because MVP, they they kind of talk about how MVP is sort of that guy from the old school mentality of wrestling and how Shane Strickland uh, represents, Shane Strickland and Sh Sammy Callahan, excuse me, represent 
the current new school of wrestling that a lot of the old school guys don't like, which I can attest to because I talk to guys who are like MVP raised in that old school ways of professional wrestling. But with MVP, he was raised in that old school, but has evolved. He gets it. He's he's willing to put over the new talent. And in fact, one of the big shows that MLW has has him taking on Sammy Callahan. And he was all willing to put over Sammy. And that's what the original finish was, that Sammy was going to go over MVP. But the, there was a change at the last minute where MVP is decided is decided that MVP was going to go over. But they cut that scene where MVP is telling Sammy this. So they kind of... But Sammy at the same time was not mad about it. He's like, whatever, you know, he's, they're focused on the match itself, you know, making it good, you know, if it goes over good, if not, whatever, I think, um, I'm not sure if that's his full mentality, I'm sure there's some parts where he thinks, well, you know, he has to go over at times, but in this case, it did not seem that he had a problem going over and, uh, going under MVP, and it shows the match and MVP goes over, and it shows, I mean, like I said, throughout the show, a couple times throughout the show, it showed Shane Strickland also. Like, um, he's part of the new school, very athletic, and he's taking a lot of stuff from outside sources that are not pro wrestling and wants to try to incorporate that into his matches, which is admirable. I think that's very admirable because, I mean, you can only tell the story in wrestling oh so much. I mean, yeah, there's the basic storytelling that draws into fans, the basic good versus evil, basic matches, but there's other stuff you have to evolve in terms of storytelling physically. Like, I think they compared it to the old school or the 80s action movies with Arnold and Stallone and all those types of guys, but now you have the more athletic type athlete like The Rock and Jason Statham and, you know, Keanu Reeves doing the John Wick thing, and they... they try to incorporate more of that, but a lot of the old school guys don't like the new school ways of storytelling, you know, the, the, the quote flippies. And Shane Strickland actually brought up a good point. A lot, he says, a lot of the old school guys don't like the new school based on what they see through like a YouTube clip that's gone viral. I think that's, I think that's a fair assessment. I think it's a fair statement. A lot of old school guys probably do look at clips that are really popular and see just flippy stuff but no psychology or anything like that but a lot of times their matches do have that but you know a lot of the old school guys don't see that don't care to see it because it's not their style and hey more power too if it's not your style to watch it don't force yourself to watch it and you know you kind of want to see what the hype is about if some people are talking about certain clips here and there but at the same time that's not what they like that's not what they like in wrestling so they don't watch wrestling and that's fine but it's hard to criticize the new school when they're they're doing their ways. They have to evolve. The fans are evolving. You know, if you if you don't evolve, then you're not going to be relevant in this day and age. And MVP shows that he's evolved. He's still relevant, putting over the new talent as well. He's willing to. He knows he just has a few more years left in his career, so he's willing to do that. And also. He found his love. He's working these big shows like MLW, but he also works these small independent shows showing him working Damian Damian Wayne 
at a very small independent Florida show. So, I mean, it seems MVP's found his love again leaving the WWF, and Sammy Callahan is the same way. Although I think he's, you know, back somewhat on a bigger stage working with Impact Wrestling. But again, this documentary was filmed a couple of years ago, and they're just now, uh, they're now coming around to show it because. Like I said, they showed Shane Strickland versus Ricochet, and Ricochet's now in the WWF. So, But again, another overall great episode of The Wrestlers because it shows it from the side of the aging veteran who now is at the tail end of his career and still wants to do it as much as possible but still walk away instead of limping away and be relevant and tell, his, tell the good story and entertain the fans, which is... The whole point of being a good wrestler is to entertain the fans who are paying to see. So it's another great episode. Next week is going to be even better, I think, because it's going to focus on Joshi, which if you don't know what that term means, it's Japanese women wrestling. And it's different than that the way they do it here in the States and the way they train them. You are not going to want to miss that. And if you and if you don't watch Viceland, then come back next week and listen to my review because I will be reviewing it as well as I continue to watch this series. It's a great series, so I'll continue to watch it. Keep you guys reviewed up on up on the reviews. And if you have any comments, just give me a tweet at the bottom line at the bottom line. Give me a tweet with your comments if you watch it, and we will talk to you again next week. And with that, we are gone. The Wrestling Brethren Podcast, copyright 2019. The Wrestling Brethren are not sponsored or endorsed by any products, shows, or services unless specifically stated. The views expressed by the hosts of the Wrestling Brethren are purely their own and do not represent the views of any guests, websites, sponsors, or affiliates. Some media used on the Wrestling Brethren podcast is the copyright of its respective owners, all rights reserved.